Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. WTOP, another atmospheric river hitting California. It brings with it flooded roads, mudslides, and dangerous winds. It's 957. Denise has been playing jazz for 40 years. Last concert, one of the musicians fell sick with RSV. Respiratory syncytial virus, or RSV, is a highly contagious virus that can lead to breathing problems. This time, she's choosing to help protect herself with Pfizer's RSV vaccine, Abrisvo. Abrisvo is a vaccine for the prevention of lower respiratory tract disease caused by respiratory syncytial virus, RSV, in adults 60 years of age and older. Abrisvo is not for everyone and may not protect all who receive the vaccine. Don't get Abrisvo if you've had a severe allergic reaction to its ingredients. People with a weakened immune system may have a decreased response to a Brisbo. The most common side effects are tiredness, headache, pain at the injection site, and muscle pain. Ask your pharmacist or doctor about Pfizer's RSV vaccine, a Brisbo, respiratory syncytial virus vaccine. For full prescribing information, please call 1-844-989-7284 or visit abrisbo.com. Brought to you by Pfizer. This is WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP-FM Washington, WWWTFM Manassas, WTLP-FM Braddock Heights Frederick. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Let's go to Bob Imler in the T.O.P. Traffic Center. On the Beltway Outer Loop after Van Dorn Street, the crash remains along the right side. And Glebe Road is still closed tonight in Arlington between Chainbridge Road and Military Road for the work project that's been going on there. Around the Beltway, all is quiet in Maryland and in Virginia. 270 northbound in Frederick, just after Route 85, single right lane gets by the work zone. WTOP Traffic Center presented by Window Nation. Make no payments on your new windows for two full years. Visit windownation.com. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Warmer afternoons for the end of the week, but that will come with some rain. Your next weather maker Thursday into Friday bringing some rain showers to the area. And our next couple of mornings could be a little frosty with freezing temperatures. Overnight temperatures 25 to 35 degrees under mainly clear skies. Tomorrow afternoon, partly sunny, just shy of 50 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist. Just Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. It is 36 degrees in Springfield, 32 degrees in Laurel, and 35 degrees here outside the WTOP studios. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening. I'm Lynn Bowie, and coming up, suddenly the Nationals are no longer for sale. We'll tell you what's changed with the owners. And other local sports business news. All the potential options moving forward with the bill to move the Caps and Wizards to Virginia. I'm Nick Ainelli. The latest from the scene of the house explosion that killed the firefighter in Sterling, I'm Neil Augenstein. How to help Loudon first responder families following last week's deadly disaster. I'm Dick Iuliano. Choosing peace and positivity. The latest effort in Prince George's County to create safer communities. I'm Kate Nye. This is CBS News on the Hour. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. Almost the entire state of California is under threat of dangerous weather as another atmospheric river slams the West Coast. CBS's Carter Evans in Los Angeles. <laughs> 
storms brought down trees along U.S. 101 near the Oregon border. Farther south in Ventura County, firefighters shoveled mud and stacked sandbags to divert water from homes and streets. But even cleanup crews wound up getting stuck. Lots of falling rocks and trees, uh, so the roads are very hazardous. Just south of L.A., the ground in Rancho Palos Verdes is shifting and collapsing as the city continues to battle the perils of oversaturation. Santa Barbara's airport is closed due to flooding. Allies, families, and world leaders, including President Biden, are blaming the death of Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny on President Vladimir Putin. CBS's Chris Lipson. For his legions of outraged supporters, he's now a martyr. We are here to honor the memory of a hero, says Yelena. Vigils have been sprouting up across Russia, leading to roughly 400 arrests. The man who was armed and barricaded himself and his family in their Burnsville, Minnesota home had a prior assault conviction and was not allowed to have guns. Police say Shannon Gooden exchanged gunfire with police yesterday. Two officers and a paramedic were killed. A third police officer has been treated and released. Burnsville Police Chief Tanya Schwartz. We are all hurting. Our officers, our fire department, our families, all of our staff, our community. We're heartbroken. The U.S. proposes a draft U.N. resolution that calls for a temporary pause in the fighting in Gaza and opposes a ground offensive in the southern border city of Rafah. CBS's Robert Berger in Jerusalem. This U.N. draft resolution won't sit well with Israel, which opposes a ceasefire and has vowed to fight on until Hamas is destroyed. And Israel has vowed to attack Rafah by Ramadan next month unless Hamas agrees to release Israeli hostages. Astronomers say they've discovered what may be the brightest object in the universe. CBS's Peter King reports. It's a quasar that was actually misidentified as a star back in 1980. It's some 500 trillion times as bright as our sun. And astronomers say it surrounds a black hole so large that it swallows the equivalent of our sun every day. The team's leader calls it the most violent place we know of in the universe. The findings are published in the journal Nature Astronomy. A judge investigating the July 2021 assassination of Haiti's president has charged his widow, an ex-prime minister, and the former chief of Haiti's national police. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $750 on average. Call or click today and find out if we could save you hundreds on your car insurance. 1003 here on WTOP. It's Monday evening, February 19th, 2024. Tyson's 33 degrees, dropping into the mid-20s in places. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis of the top local stories we're following this hour. The Washington Nationals are no longer up for sale. Mark Lerner, owner of the team, tells the Washington Post his family has stopped exploring selling the club. Lerner announced he'd hired a New York investment bank to look into possible sale options back in April of 22. Last year, the Lerner family reportedly turned down a $2 billion offer made by Ted Leonsis, who is the owner of the Wiz and the Caps. Andrew Golden broke this Nat story for the Post. He tells WTOP it's possible the learners could revisit selling the team down the road. Obviously, they didn't get anything they were looking for, and obviously they decided to hold on to the team, so they're going to hold on to it, and maybe until they get off that they hopefully want to get in the future. The Lerner family bought the team in 2006. The price back then was $450 million, one year after it moved from Montreal to D.C. Let's talk more about the business behind some of our local teams. It could pass. It could fail. 
But there's also a third option being considered by Virginia state lawmakers for the bill that would allow for a new arena in Alexandria for the Caps and Wiz. WTOP's Nick Ainelli reports. The Alexandria Arena bill is on thin ice. After passing in Virginia's House of Delegates last week, its fate is now controlled by Democratic Senator L. Louise Lucas, chair of the Senate's Finance and Appropriations Committee. She'll be the one to decide whether it's voted on or whether it dies. It's a pretty hot topic right now, and so now Senator Lucas has a pretty big decision to make. Democratic Delegate Luke Torian sponsored the bill in the House. He says there is another option on the table here, one that would involve lawmakers agreeing to not let the bill die, but rather delay action on it for a year. That possibility exists as well. Lucas has been a strong opponent of the arena proposal. She has not responded to repeated requests for an interview with WTOP. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Some Alexandria residents took to the streets today to protest the proposed Caps and Whiz Arena at Potomac Yard. Our partners at 7 News report the group called the Coalition to Stop the Arena had their voices heard today during President's Day, during a parade in Old Town. The group organizer, Andrew McDonald, tells our partners at 7 News that they represent a lot of concerned residents who think the development is being pushed through Virginia's legislature prematurely. The investigation continues meantime to find out exactly what caused a house in Sterling to explode and the neighborhood to shake Friday night. The explosion took the life of a volunteer firefighter. WTOP's Neil Augustine has our report from the neighborhood. Here on Silver Ridge Drive, heavy machinery has been brought in to dig out what's left of the home that exploded and collapsed Friday night. Some nearby buildings are still unsafe and are being shored up. Investigators are collecting debris from the blast. They've also been gathering the gear that firefighters were wearing that night. They'll be sent for analysis. Sources say it could be a while before the fire marshal makes the determination of what caused the blast. In Sterling, Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. Funeral arrangements are now being made for the firefighter who died, 45-year-old Trevor Brown. He'd been with the Sterling Volunteer Fire Company since 2016. Immediate financial support is being given to Brown's family and those of other firefighters who were injured Friday night in the blast. The Loudoun First Responders Foundation has teamed with the County Fire and Rescue Service to coordinate financial relief following Friday's disaster, which killed volunteer firefighter Trevor Brown. One of the things that we've been able to do was immediately be able to provide financial support to the Brown family to cover the cost for the funeral arrangement. Tina Johnson is president of the all-volunteer group, which is also funneling financial aid to the firefighters injured in the blast. Anything that they need immediate funding. People who want to help are asked to donate at the Loudoun First Responders Foundation webpage. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Harnessing influences in communities and those coming out of prison. One part of the latest strategy to reduce violence in Prince George's County. WTOP's Kate Ryan has our report. The organization YMI, or Young Men's Initiative, is meant to give men coming out of prison tools to go out and be productive and create safer communities. In the lead, Dominic Henry, who spent 35 years behind bars himself. His group works to form connections with young people who can be leaders across the region. And we're going to recruit the street stars and the influencers. 
and we're going to train them. To lead in building skills to help young men and boys become successful in their communities. Prince George's County Council member Calvin Hawkins on why the outreach to young people is so important. Said an old guy like me saying this is how it was in the 80s, this is how it was in the 90s, but having the young people say this is what's happening in our neighborhoods and communities. In Largo, Kate Ryan, WTOP News. On the way here after traffic and weather, the world's largest convenience store wants to grow in a different direction. Stay with us tonight at 10.08 on WTO. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. We're going to Bob Imler and the traffic center. In Virginia, still working on the crash on the outer loop of the Beltway just after Van Dorn Street. Still getting by two lanes to the left there. Of course, a bit of a slowdown as you do that. On 395 and 95, no incidents or delays and all's quiet on 66. And Arlington Glebe Road remains closed both ways between Chainbridge Road and Military Road for that ongoing project. And uh, Beltway in Maryland is running without delay. And um, Montgomery and Prince George's counties, all is quiet tonight. Traffic on 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, each in great shape between the Beltways. In Frederick County, northbound 270 after Route 85, single right lane gets by road work. And 50 out to the Bay Bridge is good to go. Want to test an electric car? Plug into Fitzball.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or the Toyota BZ4X at Fitzball.com. That's the Fitzway. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. All right, Bob, it's Veronica Johnson. She's 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist. Scattered clouds here this evening and mainly clear overnight. Under the clear skies and with light winds, our temperatures will be low enough that we could have, once again, some scattered frost. 25 to 35 degrees to start your Tuesday. High temperatures Tuesday afternoon, ranging anywhere from 47 to 52 degrees. And on Wednesday, you're near 50 once again, also looking dry. The next weathermaker will bring an increase in cloud cover to the area on Thursday, generally a mostly cloudy day with rain starting after 2 to 3 p.m. Rain will be ending about 2 to 3 p.m. on Friday. And high temperatures for the end of the week, just shy of 60 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now at Tyson's 33, Waldorf 30, Lafont Plaza 39 degrees. Some parts of the area all the way down to 25 overnight were brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news, 10 and 40 past the hour. We're going to Denise Pellegrini. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Watch for major changes at 7-Eleven. The world's largest convenience store wants to get bigger. Yuchi Saka, president of 7-Eleven's Japanese parent, 7&I, through a translator. We believe that we need to change our business model from one that relies on gasoline and cigarettes to one in which customers choose us based on our products. How does Saka hope to expand in the U.S., where 7-Eleven is a leader but has less than 10% of the 150 thousand stores with rivals like Circle K, Kushtar, Casey's, and Wawa. We believe in order to grow, we need to keep changing our product lineup. The key to this change is fresh food. Parent 7&I has acquired Speedway and Sunoco gas station networks in a supply chain business and has more acquisitions in the works as it adds fresh sandwiches, salads, cut fruit, protein boxes, and even dessert wines to its roadside pit stops as it tries to fend off an activist investor. But no plans to uh, stop selling those Slurpees anytime soon. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Denise Pellegrini on WTLP. Asia-Pacific markets tonight all lower. Tokyo stocks down a fraction South Korea's Kospi is down 1%. 
And we do have some additional money news here. Breaking tonight, Capital One Financial is buying Discover Financial Services for $35 billion. It's a deal that would bring together two of the nation's biggest lenders and credit card issuers. Discover Financial shareholders will get Capital One shares valued at 140 bucks, according to a news release issued by the companies tonight. Discover shares closed Friday trading at about a, uh, $111. Of course, had no trading today for the holiday. It will resume in the morning. Coming up on WTOP, the Biden administration wants to send powerful new long-range ballistic missiles to Ukraine. NBC News correspondent Courtney Cuby, who broke the story, will be with us in minutes. Of course, this all hinges on Congress, though. Still very much jammed up there. Stay with us on WTOP. Pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. Easy Cater presents We've Got Your Back, Up Singers. So I order food on Easy Cater for a meeting with a new client in Jackson. Gotta feed clients in Jackson. On my way to the airport, it hits me. The client is actually in Jacksonville. Feed clients in Jacksonville. So I call Easy Cater. Nina picks up right away. Nina fix it for you. She called me right back and said you're all set. Nina fix the Jackson accident. Jackson, Easy Cater has your back with 24-7 support. Order at easycater.com and know. We got your back. Coming up on WTOP later this half hour. Have you seen Taylor Tomlinson's new Netflix special? It was filmed right here in our area. I'm Jason Fraley. Imagine having all the money you need for retirement, all the income, every month, guaranteed. That's Secure Future Investor, an indexed annuity tied to growth in the stock market, but without any risk of loss ever. It's guaranteed money for life income. No matter how long you live, call 888-509-2228. 888-509-2228. Sponsored by GP Agency, Inc., Raleigh, North Carolina. Licensed in all states. Performance may vary. Consult with your financial professional before making an investment decision. Progressive presents 10 things on a food truck owner's to-do list that are harder than getting a commercial auto insurance quote. Stocking the fridge, prepping the stations, finding employees that get along well, finding employees that actually do their job. Look at you, Gary. Balancing the books, balancing the flavors, having a fresh menu and fresh produce and fresh meat, but never a fresh mouth. But the easiest thing on a small business owner's to-do list? Seeing if you can save on commercial auto insurance. Get a quote in as little as six minutes at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Coverage subject to policy terms and conditions. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. It is 10-15, and I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks a lot for being with us today. New tonight on WTOP, the Biden administration is ready to send Ukraine new, powerful, long-range ballistic missiles. This is based on reporting from NBC News. Until now, the U.S. had only provided older, medium-range weapons. A bit earlier, we got on the line with Courtney Cuby. She covers national security in the military for NBC and broke this news. Ukrainian leaders have been asking the U.S., really pleading with the U.S., to provide these longer-range missiles for months now. And they would be so important to the Ukrainian military because they would give them the ability to strike way behind the Russian front lines. So that includes things like Russian command and control, their logistics hubs, their supplies. And if the Ukrainian military could hit those sorts of things, it could really cripple the Russian military's ability to resupply their frontline troops. But the Biden administration has
has been resistant. They've been concerned that systems like these long-range attackums that have a range of upwards of 300 kilometers or 180 miles could potentially provoke or escalate the situation in Ukraine, provoking Russian President Vladimir Putin. But the reality is the Biden administration has had that same concern over a number of different weapon systems like the Patriots, tanks, even the medium-range attackums that the U.S. started providing Ukraine last fall. Now, according to two U.S. officials, we're told the administration is leaning towards doing this. And I got to say, I just got back from the Munich Security Conference over the weekend. These long-range systems were the main message that we were hearing from the, the Ukrainians. They were telling the, the world, really, on the world stage, they need these systems and they really need air defenses so that they can continue to fight against the Russians. Not to look backward too much and too often, but if the United States had committed to such weapons earlier in the war, would Ukraine have stood a better chance of winning already? It's hard to say because, remember, Russia is able to adapt to various tactics. So things like the U.S. providing them with drones, uh, Russia has found ways that they can defend against those drones. Even things like these medium-range attackums, the Russians, frankly, just pull their logistics and their supplies back further from the front line so that Ukraine can't use the newer systems to target them. It's war, it's dynamic, and both sides are really adjusting and adapting to each side's new capabilities. Courtney, this news about the long-range missiles, is it more or less meaningless if Congress does not act? According to the officials we spoke with, it is nearly impossible for the U.S. to supply attackums, long-range attackums out of the U.S. arsenal because they, the U.S. simply does not have enough of them. So it would require Congress to pass a supplemental and to have a uh, replenishment, money to replenish the U.S. supply before they could take them out of U.S. stockpiles and give them to Ukraine. The only way that the U.S. could somehow get around that would be if U.S. allies were to provide these longer-range systems and then the U.S. were to work with the ally to replenish their own stockpiles. And so, so if it were to come out of some other funding. But according to the officials, and I got to tell you, Dimitri, I asked a lot of different officials about this over recent days, and I can't find anyone who sees a pathway for this to happen out of U.S. stockpiles without a supplemental. That is Courtney Cuby covering national security and the military for NBC, breaking the story that President Biden is ready to send some long-range weapons to Ukraine, but is reliant on Congress to make that happen. Top stories on WTOP. After almost two years, the Nationals are no longer for sale. The learners say they're keeping the team. The widow of late Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny says she's taking up her husband's cause and she's going to focus on Russia's Vladimir Putin. Keep it here for full details. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, here's Bob Imler in the traffic center. On the Beltway Outer Loop in Virginia, just after Van Doren Street, the crash remains and getting by two lanes to the left, at least one car ran off of the roadway into the bushes there. But you get by without delay. 395 and 95 are each doing well. No incidents or delays to report on 66. And Beltway in Maryland through Montgomery and Prince George's County is pretty quiet tonight. In Frederick County, 270 northbound after Route 85. Single right lane gets by the work zone without delay. We're in good shape up and down 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. Each between the Beltways running well. And traffic on 50 out to the Bay Bridge in great shape. And the district on 295, 695, and 395, all is quiet tonight. Back in Arlington, we do have Glebe Road closed tonight between Chainbridge Road and Military Road for that ongoing project. Slide into innovative window treatments options for your sliding glass doors. Annapolis and King George residents, check out your options at budgetblinds.com. That's 
BudgetBlinds.com. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. 7 News First Alert, Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson this evening. Mainly clear skies overnight with temperatures falling to the mid-20s to mid-30s. And that's low enough where we could have some scattered frost to start your day tomorrow. Generally, partly sunny conditions expected for Tuesday afternoon. And anywhere from 47 to 52 degrees for a high temperature. That's about near average. Slightly higher temperatures for Wednesday were still dry. The next weather maker will bring rain to the area by Tuesday afternoon. Some scattered showers mainly north of D.C. Better chance of rain by Thursday night and for the first half of Friday. But temperatures will be going up close to 60 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. DuPont Circle at 35, Germantown 30, Annandale 35 degrees. Some parts of our area could be down into the mid-20s overnight. Still ahead on WTOP, for the longest time we've known about cremation, but have you ever heard of aquamation, a much more environmentally friendly uh, way to uh, deal with a, a body that had until now been burned through cremation? We'll explain coming up in just minutes on WTOP. It's 10 We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's 5000 50000 or 500000 we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-575-1794. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at TRA.com or call 800-575-1794. That's 800-575-1794. Tax Relief Advocates. Real solutions for real people. Still ahead here on WTOP, one of the newest Netflix comedy specials was recorded in our area. It features somebody who just started a new late-night show on CBS as well. More details on the way. Hello, I'm Abigail Spanberger, and I am proud to serve Virginia's 7th District in Congress. Here's something you might not know. If you or a loved one are having an issue with a federal agency, like the IRS, the VA, or Social Security, my office can help. Serving Virginians, including our veterans, seniors, and federal employees, is my job. So if we can help, go to spanberger.house.gov. That's spanberger.house.gov. Paid for by the funds authorized by the House of Representatives for the 7th District of Virginia. Got any travel plans this winter? I'm going to Aruba. Can't wait to hit the beach. I'm going to Aspen, Colorado. I'm going to Alexandria. In the freezing rain. If you're traveling around the Washington region, stay up to date and stay safe with WTOP's traffic and weather updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. With that storm front coming in, you might want to avoid the highways tonight. We're here for you all winter around the clock. WTOP News. Facts matter. It is 1023. Repeating one of our top stories here. McLean-based Capital One is closing in on a deal to buy Discover Financial Services. Multiple news outlets now reporting it would bring together two of the country's largest credit card uh, firms and create the biggest credit card lender in the nation. Discover, which is based in Illinois, has a market value of nearly $28 billion, while the Virginia-based Capital One is valued at about $52 billion. The all-stock transaction could be announced as soon as tomorrow, formally. 
But the deal could face antitrust scrutiny from federal regulators who are already working on an overhaul of bank capital rules that have faced stiff industry competition. If you're a comedy fan, have you seen Taylor Tomlinson's new Netflix special? It was filmed at Capital One Hall in Tyson's, rising up from a trapdoor. How stupid was that? I came up from the floor like I'm a Jonas brother. I was so 